Luke's Gospel, chapter 11, verse number 1 to 13. Now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. As John taught his disciples, and he said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation and he said to them which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him friend lend me three loaves for a friend of mine has arrived on a journey and i have nothing to set before him and he will answer from within do not bother me the door is now shut and my children are with me in bed I cannot get up and give you anything I tell you though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend yet because of his impudence he will rise and give him whatever he needs and I tell you ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and it will be opened to you for everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds and to the one who knocks it will be opened what father among you if his son asks for a fish will instead of a fish give him a serpent or if he asks for an egg will give him a scorpion if you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will the heavenly father give the holy spirit to those who ask him let us pray our great god we thank you so much for this day and we thank you so much for giving us this word please god speak to us on the topic of prayer in jesus name amen now jesus christ had an earthly ministry as we know and his disciples would follow him follow him jesus would go and preached to the multitudes he would perform miracles he would heal the sick and he would travel with his disciples from one place to another and these disciples were observing jesus christ and his life and then you read about and then you read about jesus christ praying in a certain place in luke's gospel chapter 11 and it it says now jesus was praying in a certain place and when he finished one of his disciples said to him lord teach us to pray now this is interesting because the disciple is coming to jesus and beholding him pray and commune with his father and seeing jesus commune with his father speak to his father and rely on his father on a daily basis and beholding that perhaps made him think about prayer and perhaps he compared the prayer life of Jesus with pharisees or with other people so he comes to Jesus Christ so when Jesus had finished praying he said to him lord teach us to pray and my first point is is about a place of prayer a place of prayer now Jesus was praying in a certain place 
we read uh, this about Jesus Christ in Luke's Gospel chapter 5 verse number 15 and 16 that now even more the report about him went abroad so as people found about Jesus Christ and what he was doing many people would follow Jesus Christ and great crowds gathered to hear him and to be healed of their infirmities but he would withdraw to desolate places and pray so jesus would often withdraw himself from the people from the noise from the business of life and to find a place of solitude a find to find a place so that he could be with with his heavenly father and this is something that we can all learn from the life of jesus christ after all he is our great example jesus christ the god man relied on his father and he would pray to his father and would commune with his father would be one with his father therefore we are also called to find a place of prayer jesus expects us to be praying he tells us in the gospel of matthew chapter 5 and chapter 6 we read about these things when you pray hide yourself in a closet place and find yourself alone with god go to your inner room go to your closet go to a quiet place and spend time with god it is vital for a believer to be spending time with the lord we are commanded but we are also instructed and 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 told to pray prayer is an essential part of a believer's life and we are surrounded by the noise there is noise of the people noise of the news noise on the telly noise when we go out there is so much noise noise on the smartphones noise on the computers we need to get away from these things and find a time of solitude so that we can rest upon god we can come before him and to unload all our burdens and to praise him so this is what we do as believers as christians we are called to spend time alone for that we are we need to find that place of prayer now question to you is do you want to be alone with god do you seek to be alone with god do you have a place of prayer where you can go and nobody would disturb you whether it's for 20 minutes or 15 minutes or an hour do you seek to be with the lord as jesus sought to be with his father do you seek to be with your heavenly father point number 2 then the disciples came to him and said to him lord teach us to pray teach us to pray and jesus says pray like this father hallowed be your name and your kingdom come when we pray and this is my point number 2 a prayer what is prayer prayer has many different uh, aspects uh, many different faculties there there are different types of prayers and when we go to the lord we praise him we ask the lord to glorify his name on this earth we ask the lord to bring his kingdom 
on this earth so that many people would come to know the saving grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Many people would know who is the Lord and maybe many people would receive the faith as a gift from the Lord. Believing in Jesus Christ is a gift from the Lord. The Lord gave his son as a gift to the world. The Lord has given us the Holy Spirit. So we must go to the Lord and praise him for who he is and we must give him thanks for what he gives to us. We don't just give God thanks just because he's giving us good gifts. No, we give him thanks for who he is. We give him praise for who he is and for what he has done in our Lord Jesus Christ. So it says, Father, hallowed be your name. Let your name be counted holy among all people. There are many people in the world who don't know Jesus Christ. They hate Jesus Christ. They hate the God of the Bible by their actions and speech. Therefore, we must pray that God would change their hearts and that they, that they would know that, that our God is a holy God. So, Father, let your name be hallowed. It is a model of prayer that Jesus is giving them. You must pray for the praise and glory and for the kingdom of God to come on this earth. You must pray for your daily needs. Pray for your supplication, your needs. Pray on behalf of others. Pray on behalf of yourselves. Pray that this God would help you. Pray that this God would supply all your needs. Pray that this God would give you a forgiving heart. Pray that this God would help you to forgive others. Pray that you would not fall into temptation. Pray that God would deliver you from all evil as we read in Matthew chapter 6. So Jesus says, pray like this. Let your prayer be marked by these ideas, these lessons. Let your prayer be orderly. Let your prayer be a prayer that honors the Lord. Pray according to the will of the Lord. We must do that. We pray to God for the mission. We pray to God for the betterment of churches. We pray to God for the maturity of believers. We pray to God for the maturity and faith in the life of our family members. We pray for so many things and we should pray about these things. Pray that you would continue to walk with the Lord. Pray that when you are tempted, you would resist temptation like Jesus did. Pray that God would set you uh, free every day from uh, the, the temptations of sin that come toward you. Pray for others. Pray for yourself. Pray for churches. Pray for the lost world. This is what we are called to do. And then he says, and it says, And I tell you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who receives and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or instead of an egg, will give him a scorpion? Now this is what we read in, um, in, in the letter of Philippians. Philippians chapter 4, verse number 6. It says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation and circumstance, by prayer and petition and with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. We are called to come before God, to praise Him, 
but also to pray for our daily needs. And therefore, if we need anything, God will provide for us. We just need to trust Him. And sometimes God may delay your answer. Sometimes He may never say yes to your prayer. Does that mean God doesn't love you? No, of course He does. The Bible tells us if an evil father can provide good gifts to his children, then how much more your father in heaven would provide for you. So this is something that we must learn today. God loves us and he cares for us and he delights when we pray. But at the same time, God knows what's best for us. Therefore, we must wait on him in prayer. And if he is withholding some things from you, if you're praying for certain things, some things to happen in your life and they're not happening, God is not answering. That doesn't mean God hates you. That doesn't mean that God doesn't want to provide for you. But it may mean that, that the, the things that you're praying for may not be good for you, may not be good for you. So you need to understand who God is and you need to understand that this God de desires good for his people. So he will listen to your prayers but he will answer your prayers according to his own will. This is what God desires. We must know the will of God and we must, we must pray for the will of God to be accomplished in our life. And that's my point number two. Point number three, promise of prayer. There are so many promises in the Bible that are for believers. And one of the greatest promises, I think, is coming of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. And we read in verse number 13, it says, If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? And this is my final point. The Holy Spirit. The promised Holy Spirit. When people read a passage like that, they think that this passage is about praying for the things. But the Bible is telling us, when you come to the Lord and you pray, and if you need to ask one thing, if you only had one thing to ask, it should be this. Father, give the Holy Spirit to us today. Let your Holy Spirit move in my life. Let your Holy Spirit move in the life of our church. Let your Holy Spirit draw close to sinners so that they may be brought close to Jesus Christ. May sinners repent. May people come to know Jesus Christ. This is something that we should understand about who God is. The greatest gift to mankind is God himself. And if we don't value God, then all the things that we have in our life they mean nothing but if we have God in our life we can appreciate all the good things in our life as well and we can use those things for the glory of God as well if God gives you money use that money for the glory of God if God gives you talents use those talents for the glory of God if God gives you all the good things in life then then know this God has placed those things in, in your life for some greater purposes, not, to, not for our, us to indulge on those things, but to 
really think and utilize the things that God has given us, the talents God has given us for the glory of Christ. And the Holy Spirit helps us to use the things, use our life, present our life as a living sacrifice to the Lord. And when we pray, we are simply saying to the Lord, Lord, we depend upon you. Lord, we trust you. Lord, we come to you and we humble ourselves. And Lord, we want to be content in you. Lord, give us your Holy Spirit. Give us your Holy Spirit, O Lord. And as we continue to read uh, about prayer and continue to learn about prayer, we need to remember that there is a place for prayer, for individual prayer. Every Christian must find a prayer closet. And every Christian must pray according to the will of God. And every Christian must pray for the working and for the outpouring and the unction of the Holy Spirit. And this is what we are called to do as believers when it comes to church. Now in closing, I would like to encourage you to remember to pray. Prayer is hard work. It's not easy to force yourself or to compel yourself to find a place of prayer. Because if you haven't been praying, it will be difficult for you to find a quiet time and not be distracted by your thoughts. But you must discipline yourself to pray alone. Give yourself to God. Rely upon God. And you can show that by coming before Him and being on your knees, praising Him, asking Him for help, asking Him to move in your life. And when you do that, Wonders will take place in your life. God will do some amazing things. We are called to pray. People who pray, people who give themselves to prayer and devotion. Now remember, prayer also goes hand in hand with the reading of scriptures. Devote yourself to scriptures. Devote yourself to the word of God. And pray when you read. And when you're reading the scriptures, you know, uh, take scriptures and put them in your prayer. Make your prayer godly. Make your prayer that honors God. And when you do that, I can reassure you, you will become godly with the help of, of God. When you spend time alone with God, you, you will see your behaviors change. You will see your affections change for good, of course. And this is what we desire for you today. Give yourself to prayer. Be a man or a woman of prayer. A man of prayer, a woman of prayer are the ones who know God because they have been with God. So do not be a dry Christian. Do not be a Christian who has so much head knowledge but does not spend his or her time with God. So my dear brothers and sisters, give yourself to prayer, discipline your body, discipline yourself to be alone with God. And when you do that, you will enjoy praying with others. When you do that, you will enjoy listening to others pray in your congregation. A private prayer is a great encouragement to be around other people praying in a corporate prayer in your local church. 
if you are giving yourself to prayer, you are giving yourself to a greater work that God has given the church. So in conclusion, I would just like to ask you this question. Do you have a place of prayer? Do you spend time alone with God? Do you seek to glorify God? Do you pray for yourself? Do you pray for others? Do you pray for your wife? Do you pray for your husband? Do you pray for your children? Do you pray for your friends? Do you pray for your church? Do you pray for the missions? These are the questions we should be asking ourselves. Give yourself to prayer because God delights in prayer. May God bless you and keep you and we will continue to look through the topic of prayer in the next coming weeks at Grace Church Southall. God bless you all. Amen.